Hello, it's Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness. This is show number 14 of my Get Fit, Stay Healthy podcast, a program dedicated to providing innovative, user-friendly, action-oriented, and results-tested information for your mental and physical well-being. The Pursuit of Happiness I believe that being a good person is more important than being a happy person, since those of us who live our lives with good intentions, and hopefully see many of them through in our daily actions, are generally happy too. Understanding the keys to being happy, however, are still critical in our overall physical and mental well-being. Yes, one might be able to maintain excellent diet and exercise in a constant state of depression or gloominess, but I'm guessing that it's highly improbable. In fact, research tells us that happy people are healthier, more successful, and more socially engaged. One of my favorite radio talk show hosts, Dennis Prager, wrote an entire book on happiness, and one of the most profound philosophies was his belief that we owe those around us. We owe them our happiness. In other words, the people who need you and love you and count on you need you to be happy and vice versa. In Prager's book, Happiness is a Serious Problem, he has described it as a moral obligation. I love that. Certainly not all of the time, as that would be unreasonable and unrealistic, but overall, if you're a wife, a mother, a girlfriend, a brother, a boss, a grandfather, a husband, or even a neighbor, etc., etc. Living your life with joy is critical. I believe it truly is a domino effect. A simple smile can light one's day, right? So what are the keys to happiness? Dr. Martin Seligman is chairman of the University of Pennsylvania Positive Psychology Center and founder of Positive Psychology, a new branch of psychology which focuses on the empirical study of such things as positive emotions and strengths-based character. His research has demonstrated that it is possible to be happier, to be more engaged with your life, to find more meaning, to feel more satisfied, to have higher hopes and probably even laugh and smile more regardless of your circumstances. Positive psychology interventions can also decrease symptoms of depression for a long time. The research underlying these tested interventions is presented in the July-August edition of the American Psychologist, the Journal of the American Psychology Association. They also found six overall virtues that almost every culture across the world endorses. Let's see if you have any of these happening in your daily life. Wisdom, courage, justice, temperance, humanity, and transcendence. According to him and his research, these allow us to thrive as human beings. And the most commonly endorsed strengths are kindness, fairness, gratitude, authenticity, and open-mindedness. And the less important ones were prudence, modesty, and self-regulation. These strengths are an important part of the happiness quotient. How do you rate on those lists of strengths? 
Do you feel like you're kind and fair? Do you feel like you're an authentic person, full of gratitude and open-minded to others and other ideas? Okay, so in looking at categories of happiness, it can generally be broken down into three main areas, according to uh, Martin Seligman and his research. Positive emotion and pleasure or the pleasant life that you live. Engagement in general, or your life being full of engagement, an engaged life. And meaning, or having a meaningful life. Most satisfied people are those who try for all three, with more emphasis on engagement and meaning. In Seligman's study, he found that people were happier after several exercises, the most profound being using their signature strengths in a new and different way every day for one week. In that related research, he found that people who were actually depressed were less depressed for up to three, six months at a time when they really started using what they're good at, their given talents, their natural gifts. So I'm gonna get back to that in a moment, but something to think about. Moving on, okay, here is my list and my 10 recommendations for being happier. Number one, understand that it is a choice. Even if your nature is to be pessimistic and sort of down, you have a choice, just like an alcoholic or a drug addict. Put into action, Stop justifying your bad moods and simply start to smile more during all your activities and especially at other people. Just make a choice to not be so unhappy, plain and simple. Number two, the obvious, focus on the positive. Why do we all focus on the one thing or several things we don't do perfect, we don't have yet? The one thing we wished our children could do better. The missing piece becomes the focus instead of all the rest of our good fortune. Put into action, write down three things that are good in your life every day for a week and see how you feel and how your happiness quotient rises. Number three, take control of your life. Do not walk around in victim mode, waiting for the next bad thing to happen to you. We all know people like that. I hope you're not one of them. I believe success is luck and perseverance. And yes, bad things do happen to us but we create most of our consequences and we certainly have the option to respond to anything that occurs with optimism and strength or victimhood. Put into action, realize that life is complex and not always fair and stop yourself from using the victim act for pity and sympathy unless you truly deserve it as in a life altering crisis, death or sickness. That's a whole different situation. Number four, use your inherent strengths. Getting back to something I alluded to just moments ago. What are you good at? Are you sharing your gifts with your community and the world? When you get up every day and know that your actions and expertise and knowledge, or even just your compassion and love make a difference and are the strong part of you as a human being, you will just feel happier. Put into action. Figure out what your strengths are and use them. And if you have children, please help them to do the same. This will truly give you a sense of purpose and meaning in your life. And hey, being a homemaker is at the top of my list. Whatever you are good at, if you are using that skill or trait or several of them, it makes a difference in your world, in my world, in the big picture. Bricklayers, 
to neurosurgeons and all of the rest of us in between. Number five, have solid relationships in your life. Top of my list, good friends, at least one. Loneliness is not on the recipe list for happy face cupcakes. <laughs> Even if you're married, cultivate friendships. Put into action, tell a friend how much he or she means to you and commit to being open to new friendships over the next 12 months. Number six, have an attitude of gratitude. I didn't make up that saying, but it's one of the best ones around. How critical is this since we are wired to always want more than we have and to compare our lives with others, oftentimes who appear to have more of what we want to put into action when your thoughts wander to, if only I had this or my life would be so much better if only take a reflective step to the side and again, list the things in your life for which you are grateful. Better yet, volunteer for an organization that helps the needy. A few hours at a homeless shelter or the pediatric cancer ward will change your attitude pretty quick. This is pretty much the same as counting your blessings. Either way, it's focusing on what you do have and appreciating it. Number seven, perspective. Keep things in perspective. Small annoyances occur on a daily basis. Big things happen once in a while. The key is not so much the event, but how you react to it. Put into action, pay attention to how you think about things. What messages do you hear yourself saying? What are you perpetuating and creating in regards to your happiness button? Keep your life balanced, balanced. When things seem to get out of proportion, remember perspective. And related to that, number eight, seek laughter, love, and a higher power. When something bad does happen, we tend to overestimate how long we will feel bad about it, and the time will lessen with love, with laughter and faith. Put into action, watch funny movies or live productions, take your relationships to a deeper level when possible, and allow yourself to love and be loved, and express it and seek out a religion that provides you with the understanding that there is a higher power than yourself. Number nine, wealth doesn't by happiness eternally anyway. Remember what the research says over and over again. Once we have met our basic needs, wealth does not predict lasting happiness. Put into action, strive for financial freedom and success in relative terms. It's that simple. Have enough extra cash, hopefully to buy a few things that make you happy, that bring you some joy but don't put all of your eggs into the basket called dinero because accumulating all that wealth will not lead you down the path of eternal happiness. It's all the other things. You know what, we all know this, right? And number 10, here we go, yeah! Exercise, move your body in some fashion. Exercise releases those much needed happiness endorphins and you might actually experience the equivalent to a runner's high. There is such a thing, it does exist, I've experienced it. If you really find something your body enjoys, and we've talked enough about that. As Bobby McFerrin says, don't worry, be happy. Now go out and smile at the next person you see, and remember that you owe it to me, to your neighbor, to the people you love, to be as happy as you can be, realistically, as much of the time as you can be, 
realistically. Let's spread some sunshine and happiness out there. You know I believe in that. Next segment, an intriguing article from Health Magazine from back in September. It looked at how your home, yes, the house in which you live, can affect your weight loss efforts. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and please manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness and Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same.